Hey, it's Amy with Intuitive Coaching with Amy, and we are going to discuss self-love. My first show ever, 800-odd shows ago, 10 years ago, I did, it may have been more than that, actually, now at this point. I, I think they stopped keeping record of them after a certain point on my platform here. But my very first show in 2010, July of 2010, was on self-love. And I I referenced Louise Hay. So I thought, you know, ever so often, I like to revisit that, this concept of self-love and the way Louise taught it, because it was so transformative for me when it showed up in my life in my early 20s. So yeah, that's, we're going to talk about self-love. I read a book on self-love. I um, It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. It's when you really step into your power, when you start to see that, wow, I have the option of loving myself. <laughs> Everything changes. In case you're new to my program, I'm Amy. I'm an intuitive and a coach. I help people do really extraordinary things in their life, help them step into their power, help them manifest the desire of their heart. If you're ready to do that, I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Pay extra close attention to the Elevate Intuitive Coaching Package. All right, let's talk self-love. So these are Louise. We're going to use Louise Hay. It's been, as I said, it's been on my heart. I like to revisit it, but particularly for May and for this series, Spirit has been guiding me to do a show on self-love. So we're going to use Louise lists for how to love yourself. So number one, you stop all criticism. Stop all criticism. It's so interesting. I, I, I feel like I've memorized this list and I always thought it was stop all self-criticism, but it actually says stop all criticism, which means you can activate the energy of loving yourself when you just start stop being in the energy of criticism. You stop criticizing others. You stop criticizing yourself. You stop criticizing the world. You stop criticizing the government, your boss. You just stop all criticism. Start with yourself and then work your way out. The energy of criticism doesn't need to exist in your experience doesn't need to exist. Why do you need to criticize yourself? Why? Even as you're healing, sometimes when we're doing deep healing work and we're looking at limiting beliefs and we're looking at things about ourselves, we can feel some shame and some doubt and some, oh my God, how can I really, that's what I really believe? Why do you need to do that? You don't even need to be in the energy of criticism. Now, with that being said, if you're acknowledging that there's something in your life that you don't love, something that doesn't work for you, that's just a fact. That's not criticism. So you can state that fact and then decide what you're going to do accordingly. But you just decide now in this moment that you're no longer available for the energy of criticism. My spirit guides are jumping in. They're saying, take it a step further. And you're no longer available for when you really activate the energy of stopping all criticism, you're also no longer available for people being in your world that would criticize you. Because you can sense it even if you don't hear it. So now in this moment, let's decide that criticism no longer exists in your experience. You're not available 
for it existing from within you, and it, you're not available for it being in your outer world either. So stop all criticism. Next, Louise Hay, How to Love Yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgiveness, man, is so powerful. And I find, yes, there are times when we have to go and do some deep forgiveness work of others, of situations, of circumstances, things that have shown up. I've done lots of talks about forgiveness here on this program. But you really step into your power when you start to forgive yourself. Over the last year, I heard Michael Bernard Beckwith say, or it was a message, I actually did a show on it. I couldn't tell you what the show was, but I, there is a podcast that exists, me talking about Michael Bernard Beckwith saying that God has already forgiven you. God's not, you don't, God doesn't need to forgive you. You don't need to ask for forgiveness from God. But who you need to forgive most is yourself. Forgive yourself. We make the choices and decisions that we do based on the understanding that we have at the time. And I do believe that when we know better, we do better. So decide you're going to forgive yourself for the past, mistakes you've made, things you haven't done, not showing up in the way that you want to show up. Just forgive yourself and start from that clean slate. Because when you lift the burden of unforgiveness off of yourself, you get your peace back. You get your centeredness back. You see clearly. The sun is brighter. The birds are singing. Yeah, just decide you're going to forgive yourself. Next, Louise Hay, How to Love Yourself. Don't scare yourself. And this, this is what I love. When I read, you know, I was in my mid-20s when I heard, this, heard Louise. And she, she wasn't, you know, I just come out of college and graduate school. And she, she wasn't, uh, she wasn't wordy and, and, and poetic and academic. She would just give it to you straight, which I loved. Um, she's since passed, but uh, that's, this is classic Louise. Don't scare yourself. Yeah. Stop scaring yourself. And what this means is the way I interpret it is stop doing the worst case scenario thinking. Stop thinking something bad's going to happen. Stop worrying that the the other shoe's going to drop and the, the sky's going to fall. And the, you know, like all of that stuff doesn't support us being powerful. It actually weakens us. It makes us feel like we're a victim to circumstance. If you're reading the news or or listening to the news or listening to somebody tell a story and it freaks you the fuck out. Okay. Let's acknowledge that. Cause I think there could be psychic guidance in it, but ask yourself, why is this scaring me? And does it need to, and is there a choice or decision I do need to make differently? That's it. It doesn't mean that whatever you're conjuring in your mind, you're actually going to create this worst case scenario. You could, if you think it for a long, long period of time, very intently, that's all you do. And there are a lot of people that do it without knowing they're doing it. But if you take this advice and decide you're going to stop scaring yourself, you're going to stop thinking those thoughts that lead you down dark roads that make you feel bad about yourself make you feel bad about life, make you scared, when you decide you're going to stop thinking those things, you get your power back. Okay, Louise, how to love yourself. Be gentle, be kind, and be patient. Be gentle, be kind, and be patient. Those are biblical. Those are all biblical 
guidance or, and they probably exist in most spiritual traditions, but be gentle with yourself, be gentle with life, be kind to yourself, be kind with life and be patient. Now, none of this says you need to be quiet and shy and reserved. No, but you can be gentle with yourself. You don't have to be so mean and beat up and unkind and also, even being gentle can extend into gossiping and speaking ill of other people. Tell how you feel. If somebody's not working for you, you know, I'm going to keep going back to this. Tell how you feel. Be honest. Like, you can't fake any of this. You know, you can't act like you like something because you're being spiritual. No. But you can approach life from an energy of gentleness. You can approach your circumstances from an energy of gentleness. You don't have to push and force life to happen. You can be kind to yourself, even as you're growing, learning, developing, making mistakes, relearning things, repeating mistakes. You can still be kind and loving to yourself and get it. Because I think that's when we do get it, right? Let's say you've been repeating a negative pattern over and over and over and over again. Beating yourself up each time you do it is not getting you any closer to breaking that pattern. But if you can decide that you're going to be kind to yourself, this was transformative for me when I decided that I was going to not beat myself up and be kind. That's when everything shifted. You think clearly. You do what you need to do. You don't take everything so personally. So be gentle, be kind, and be patient. So uh, God is working, and God's not working on our time frame, and I've told you that many, many times. It's God's timing and God's how, okay? In that, if you hold firm in who you are and what you've come to do, and you do your part, and you show up intently and with focus, and you let go of all the bullshit, and you forgive, and you're not holding on to negativity, when you do that, you can be patient, knowing that God will, in fact, show up for you. That's patience. It's not just waiting, oh, I'm waiting on God. No, you're still living life and doing the thing and, and, and being in your experience. But you are allowing God to handle the how and the when. That's patience. All right, next, how to love yourself, Louise Hay. Be kind in your mind. This is next level. So you can choose to think thoughts that are mean and, and hurtful and unkind to yourself and probably to others on some level. Or you can choose to just be nice to yourself in your mind, right? Okay, you didn't do the thing you said you're going to do. Speak to yourself as if you were your own child and you were healed and healthy and you were treating that child with love and respect. Say, okay, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. It's okay. When are you going to do it? <laughs> You're still on the hook, right? I think sometimes when people think they're being kind to themselves, they're letting themselves off the hook and like, oh, you don't, you don't have to do anything. It's okay. No, you still have to do it right? You still have to do what you say you're going to do, whatever that is, but you can be kind to yourself when you don't do it, right? You can be kind to yourself on the days that you're tired because that's normal and natural. You can be kind to yourself when um, maybe somebody says something to you hurtful and um, you don't have to beat yourself up about it. It's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them, but you can still be very, very kind to yourself in your mind. Are you thinking kind thoughts? 
Are you thinking kind thoughts? And really, it's just taking the charge out of it all, you know? All right. How to love yourself, Louise. Hey, praise yourself. Yeah. Praise yourself. (laughs) Tell yourself when you're doing a good job. Tell yourself that you're doing a good job just for breathing. Oh my God, that's transformative. If you can get your mind to believe that you are magical, wonderful, worthy, deserving, just for breathing, that you can live the life of your dreams just by breathing, it'll change your whole life. You're still going to show up and do the thing, but now there's no pressure. There's now proving. You get to just be in your greatness. So start the practice of praising yourself. Just praise yourself every day. And it doesn't have to necessarily be about appearance. It could just be, I'm alive and I'm praising myself. I'm so grateful for myself. I did such a good job. I'm alive. I'm awake. I'm breathing. It's so good. Right? And you don't have to do this after a tragedy or something bad has happened and now you're going to be nice to yourself. No, just start praising yourself every day, every day. It is so good to be me. Tell yourself that every day because it is. You're magical. How to love yourself, Louise. Hey, support yourself. Now, this is one that I have been playing with in my own life and I'm, I've, I've acquired a different language to it. I have committed to being my own protector provider in my mind, in my life, in my energy, in my choices, in my decisions. And when we can support ourselves, provide for ourselves, protect ourselves in our own energy, we are more receptive to our God-given support. So much of our behaviors turn away from the fact that God wants to support us in every way. Right. And when we're holding a belief that we have to earn it or we have to fight for it or we have to compete for it, if we have to prove to people that we are worthy of it or we're lowly and we have to raise up and convince people that we're amazing, then we stop supporting ourselves, A, and then we're not receptive to the support that is our divine birthright. Do you see so much of this self love? When you start to love yourself, you really start to open your your channel to power from the divine because the divine does all of this. Just this is the divine doesn't criticize us. The divine forgives us. The divine doesn't scare us. The divine is gentle and kind and patient. And the the divine is kind to us in thought and energy. The divine praises us all the time. The divine always wants to support us. So when we start to love ourselves, we are connecting to the God-likeness within us. And we can start to let the natural gifts that we were designed to be receptive to as human beings on this planet, everything that you hear that is your birthright, abundance is your birthright, your self-worth is your birthright, all these things that are inherent, you are enough, that is your birthright. We start to get it. It starts to seep in. It's not questionable anymore, right? Things start to work in our favor. So be willing to support yourself. Be kind to yourself. Love yourself. Support yourself. Next, I Love Yourself by Louise Hay. Be loving to all your negatives. 
Um, so again, this is a very Louiseism. Be loving to your negative. So everything that you think is wrong with you, find a way to love it. Everything. Everything that is wrong with you, find a way to love it. That's your challenge. In whatever time, space, reality that you are listening to this podcast, I'd like to challenge you for the next 36 hours to just love everything that you think is wrong with you. Just love it. See how it's making you amazing and unique and a beautiful expression of the divine. Everything you think that's wrong with you. Everything. Because when you start to look at yourself in that way, you start to make different choices and decisions. You start to look at the world differently. You start to hold firmer boundaries when you need to hold boundaries. You're not just a nice person floating throughout the world. You are a divine person who is loved and supported. You just move with the grace and ease of knowing that you, no matter where you go, what you do, how you do it, you're going to be loved and supported no matter where you go. These concepts, as I talk to people uh, as a coach, it's it's, it's probably... It's probably the hardest thing when I hear that people don't know that they are worthy of their own love or that they are loved and liked and supported, that they don't have to prove themselves. Those are probably the hardest conversations for me to have because I'm like, wow, we've really been brainwashed that much. And I don't think, I don't think that's a childhood thing. I think it's just societal being a human being. We're just kind of taught that we're not enough, right? But if you can step into the beauty and the magic that is you, which includes your negatives, quote unquote, you become unstoppable. You become powerful. There's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) There's nothing holding you back. You get to be bold. You get to be yourself. You get to be here, (laughs) present. There are many times that people are here in physical form, but they're not present. They're not in their moment. They're not embracing all that is good and is wonderful, even if you just spent the whole day on the couch watching TV. (laughs) So be loving to your negatives. Please, please, please. If this is one, this is one. Because your whole life will change. You will make different choices. You will see yourself as great when you can love your negatives. There are people that spend their whole lives hating themselves, hating their body, wanting, you know, taking just crumbs of appreciation from people or that's not even, it's not even quality, right? Like somebody gives them a compliment and they just feel like, oh, well, You know, I'm so grateful for that. But if you can start to compliment yourself, you'll make different choices. You'll put yourself in better situations. You'll see your value. You'll know who you are. And you'll be a better human. Because people who love themselves easily and effortlessly love others. Just as they are, their humanity. They don't invest a whole lot in, oh, so and so did this and did this and did this. Uh, yeah, well, 
cool. They're just a human being, right? They're just a human being. You see, you see, you see the hand of God, but you don't see the hand of God from the perspective of codependency or I have to be this way with somebody. You see, you see that it all gets a lot easier. Life gets a lot easier when you love yourself. Okay, how to love yourself, Louise. Hey, take care of your body. Take care of your body. And, and the, Louise Hay's body of work included Heal Your Life, which includes a list of ailments that she researched and affirmations and co- uh, metaphysical causes, emotional causes of those ailments. So, of course, she would have on her list of heal your, of how to love yourself is take care of your body. And that, you know, let go of all the rules around that. Like, I think there's so much shit out there that's just bullshit. Like, you do it your way. You know what's best for your body and do it. Trust your intuition to guide you. When you let go of all the stories and the rules and this is the way you take care of yourself and this is what self-care is and that you got to do it this way. When you let go of all that garbage, you can really tune into the wisdom and the light within you and naturally, intuitively take care of your body in the best way it needs. So take care of your body. Louise, hey, how to love yourself. Love yourself today. Do it now. It's uh, okay. So this is just making the decision that you're going to love yourself. Just make the decision right now in this moment, hearing my voice. You're just going to love yourself just as you are. You're amazing just as you are. If you do nothing else in this lifetime, if you lay on the couch for the rest of your life and watch TV, You're worthy and deserving of love, period. God loves you, thinks you're amazing, period. Most of us, if we gave ourselves that permission, we're not going to sit on the couch all day. We're going to still do what we're going to do. But when you take the pressure off, when you take the proving off, oh, I'll love myself when I get here. I'll love myself when I've done this. I'll love myself when this shows up. Hmm, no, just decide right now that you're going to love yourself. It'll change your work life. It'll change your romantic relationships. It'll change your relationship with your body. It will change your relationships with your friends. It'll change the way you see the world. When you just decide you're going to love yourself. It all gets really fun when you decide to love yourself. All right, so that is Louise Hay's list of loving yourself. I do have a book out on self-love. Mine's different. Mine's different. Mine's more of like really getting to know yourself because it is my belief that when you know who you are and you live from that place you become so powerful (laughs) you become so powerful you just do you show up and things work and you know there there's less fear there's less doubt there's less anxiety just know who you are and live that way right? All right. I'm Amy of Intuitive Coaching with Amy. This has been my show in honor of the great Louise Hay on how to love yourself. I recommend any of her books, her programs. She gives it to you straight. I love it. I love that about her. Um, And 
my circles are like she kind of has a grandma vibe i don't think they have a gra- she has a grandma vibe at all but for some of you listening to this program you might sense that she like i said she has since passed when i found her i felt like she was like one of the ladies man teaching me the thing and it changed my whole life and she was not only was she a brilliant metaphysical teacher not only did she deeply impact the AIDS crisis in Los Angeles in the 80s, but she built a multi-million dollar business. Most of the, when I came to metaphysics, most of the books on the market were Hay House books. This is a, this woman created a business in her one room apartment from her one book. So in addition to being this brilliant, amazing creature, she was also a damn good businesswoman. So I have the deepest love and respect for her. If you're looking for a coach, I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. And I'll continue this very casual series. Um, Thank you. Thank you for listening to this program. Take care of yourself.